Welcome to Spiritual Insights with Charlotte Spicer. Spirituality and Metaphysics Talk Radio, featuring a course in miracles, dream interpretation, guided meditation, and the psychic and metaphysics free-for-all. It's your opportunity to consult with a professional psychic medium, discuss past lives, the chakras, and more. We are non-denominational, and there are no limits. Want to change your life? You must first change your mind. 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 No matter your religious structure, cultivate peace in your reality through self-awareness with an authentic spiritual teacher. And now, your host, Charlotte Spicer. Hello, and welcome to Spiritual Insights, everyone. I am Charlotte Spicer, executive producer and host of the show, energetic healer and channel for Yeshua and other members of the divine. Thank you so much for tuning in from the United States and around the world. Today, we highlight guidance from spirit, channeled messages from beyond the veil with Mother Mary, the ascended being who gave birth to Jesus, the Christ child in her last lifetime. Joining me is my special guest co-host since 2016, Danielle Gibbons, full body channel for Mother Mary since 1994. After a brief discussion, Danielle will allow Mother to come through to share her ever-loving guidance for the human journey. Danielle has connected people worldwide with Mother's Grace through life-changing courses, retreats, and online events, including pre-recorded and live-streamed discourses and meditation with Mother on YouTube. You can subscribe at Mother Mary Channel, and you are cordially invited to participate in these remarkable events to expand your conscious awareness. Right now, Mother is presenting an extraordinarily transformative series on the seven major chakras, and I encourage all of you to take advantage of this opportunity to actively receive her healing energy. To learn about Mother Mary School of Love, an annual event that offers an immersion into personal transformation, visit BelovedPublications.com, where you can also purchase their book, Mother Mary's Pathway to Love. I have just a few things to mention before we begin. Regular listeners of the show have heard in the guidance from Spirit Transmissions that part of the benefit of the new energies on the planet is that manifestation will now be easier for all of us. But those who carry a lot of outdated energy in their field may feel unable to make progress. So to assist, I've posted a new energetic healing technique on the website, which is designed to bring several areas of the energy field into harmony and balance to help you reach your goals. For those who desire change but don't know precisely what you want, it will help bring you to clarity and it will open you up to suggestions from soul level. For those experiencing setbacks right now, this technique will help you to integrate what is being shown to you so you can move forward. We talked about this for a bit during yesterday's Channeling the Divine segment. It's called Building the Momentum for Success and I'm booking sessions for that now. Just a reminder that members of the Spiritual Insights community are invited to participate in two free online events with me on Zoom. These events will take place in the next seven days, so if you'd like to participate, you must act quickly. The first is the Psychic and Metaphysics Free-for-All, where you have the opportunity to tap into any of the psychic talents in my repertoire, whether your interest is energetic healing, channeling, mediumship, exploring past lives, dream interpretation, animal communication, or a few other things that I'm able to do, one of which is the interpretation of a synchronistic event or something strange that happened in your waking life. The interpretation that I offer gives you a glimpse into what life is mirroring back to you from within you. Okay, so that's a lot of fun. The second event is the Holy Trinity Guided Meditation. This is a channeled meditation guided by Yeshua 
and his focus will be inner peace, being at peace with the world today, being at peace with oneself, and the changes that have occurred in your personal life. So registration is not required, but you must be a community member. For more details and to receive an invitation, visit the events page at spiritualinsightsradio.com. If you miss these two, there will be others, so not to fret. All right, well, let's welcome Danielle back to the show. Hi, Danielle. Hello, Charlotte. It's so good to be here with you. How are you? And how was your reclaiming self-retreat with Mother Mary over the past four days? I'm I'm doing well. Thank you. It was an incredible retreat. It was just, it was just amazing. But I before we dive into that, can we circle back to your classes that you're offering? Because uh, they just sound so wonderful. They just sound so wonderful. And I wanted a little bit of clear, maybe deeper clarification on sort of that, that piece of interpretation of synchronistic events. Mm-hmm. Like, can you give an example of that? Because that sounds so interesting to me. And I've never really heard it put that way before. So could you give maybe a little example or go a little deeper into that? Sure, sure. And then we'll, then we'll pick up. Okay. So basically what happens is, you know, I studied dream interpretation from a very young age, right? It became second nature and like a second language. Mm. What I noticed in waking life, when something strange would happen, I took that same focus and applied it to the event that happened in waking life and came to largely the same result that I would get for a dream interpretation of what's happening in the person's subconscious mind, conscious mind, emotions in their body, what have you, right? So these things that happen in waking life, we call them synchronistic events. They're designed to get your attention, right? But they can leave you feeling very confused or quizzical. Like, what was that all about? You know, like, it makes no sense, but it does, but it really does. So literally everything for me, everything is open to interpretation. A yellow butterfly cannot fly by me without me looking at what direction it's going in so I can figure out what the message is. This is just how my mind works. Wow. It's decades. It's a lifetime of focus on this stuff, right? So, for instance, here, I'll give you an example. A couple days ago, two of the buttons on my remote control for my television stopped working. What do you think? Let me put new batteries in. Didn't work. What is wrong with this thing? And you're pressing and pressing. Now, it was one button was the menu button. The other button was the volume button. I could raise the volume, but I couldn't decrease the volume. It would not work. Oh. So once I got mad enough at this uh, inconvenience, right? right? I was done for the day. I wanted to sit and relax and watch some TV before I went to sleep. Now I have this to deal with, right? So I get agitated. Yeah. But let's take a look at this. I couldn't decrease the volume and I couldn't hit the menu button. I could turn it on and off and I can, I can make sure that the input was correct. The menu button helps me change from the TV speakers to a headset that I wear Mm. so that the environment's a little more quiet for other people in the house. But look at what the two buttons that won't work. One changes the volume, decreases the volume, and the other one gives you a different way to listen. So what are we really talking about? We're talking about divine guidance. Yes. Okay. About listening to your messages. Mm. Right. So yesterday I, you know, I, I kind of snapped out of it and I was like, what are you doing? You know what to do with this? So I sat and I looked at it. I said, okay, here's what we're looking at. I couldn't turn a deaf ear 
to the guidance that I've been receiving. I couldn't lower the volume of such guidance, nor could I control. It's a remote control. Oh. Nor could I control what I hear or the way I listen to it. Mm. So I had to re-engage with my willingness to hear and follow guidance. And today the remote control is working fine. <laughs> Strangest thing, but when people present something weird like that, like repeatedly losing their gas cap to the gas tank in the car, the interpretation is always very enlightening and gives you a clear cut idea of what's happening beneath the surface. Like what, what are you kind of ignoring? Okay. So it's like, snap out of it, pay attention to me. This needs Mm. to be addressed. And so that's, that's what it is. So the, the, but the thing about it is, is it's so fun. It really livens up the conversation. I used to do this at the beginning of all my classes when I was teaching in person, Uh how was your week? What happened? They would tell me their stories and I would tell them what's going on in their mind or what's going on in their household, all kinds of stuff. So for, so for the event, since it's a free for all, yeah, which is it, this is the original vision for the show. You know, I was but the show took off so quickly and it was I had to try to keep up with it. And in doing so, it kind of veered off course for a long time. You know, mm-hmm. I had people asking to be on the show so that they could get practice with whatever modality, you know, they utilized. Um, and I couldn't say no, you know, or they needed exposure. And I was I just couldn't say no. Um, but since then, I've done so much work on boundaries you know, right. and all that stuff that I was able to say, you know what, this is, this is what I wanted for the, This is what I was asked to do with this platform ah. and it's not happening and I need to make it happen. So in 2018, I restructured the entire show. And then the experience of cancer came into my life. Mm. So literally I was again, derailed and couldn't move forward because there was so much to deal with. But now um, that everything's settled, I'm settled. My life is pretty settled. And especially with the energies that are present right now, Mm -hmm. I am able to move forward and the productivity level is through the roof. Wow. So I know they felt that if I waited to do some things, it would be better post ascension and all this process and with the COVID, all these changes that are happened, they said you, you would be more successful in the after energies than by trying to get this stuff off the ground and make it all work because it would have fallen apart. And wow. we, we didn't want you to have to experience that. I said, okay, well, that makes sense. Because I've been pretty frustrated when I want to do something and can't. Or if I feel f- physically held back from doing something, um, it, it, I don't, I'm not happy. I'm very unhappy. Yeah. And so now this is the buildup of reconstructing everything and, and getting back to that excitement that and I that enjoyed and yeah. that original vision. It says it in the introduction, right. <laughs> right. dream interpretation, the free for all guided meditation. Yeah. So with That's- the guided meditation, Yeshua's was going to guide it. And everybody, everybody has such a profound experience with it. And it just feels good to finally mm. be uh, offering that. Like I always wanted to. So that's it. That is wonderful. Thank you yeah. for explaining that. And I'm, I, it is so exciting. It just, uh, I'm, I'm happy for you, but always, and I know that you and I have talked about this before on the different shows, but when 
you align with what the divine has is providing for you you know when you're willing to like <laughs> like with your remote control when you're willing to stop trying to turn down the volume on what mm -hmm. the divine is trying to tell you or guide you or show you needs to be done when you you know when you really step into that flow I don't know it just feels extraordinary just yeah just amazing so i'm i'm very happy for you thank you yeah and and you know like we like everybody sometimes we resist some oh, things yeah. Yeah. we're not immune to any of the things we talk about on the show in any of the segments so oh, i had to, no. look, had to look at my resistance yeah what are you doing oh that's what i'm doing <laughs> Now, with regard to the chakra series on YouTube, wow. I know. I Goodness know. gracious. Wow. So the reason I know that my remote control is working again is because I listen to that every morning. We did the first one, and I have done pretty much every day the root chakra meditation. Right. Which I don't want to set up an expectation by describing my experience in detail, but it blew me away. Okay. Then there was the second chakra meditation. And so I've been doing that every day, pretty much. Right. Yes. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it as often as time will allow. And I was like, oh, time for your meditations. And I said, I wonder if the remote control is working again. And it is. That's great. And it is. That's but great. absolutely, I want everybody to at least check that out. See if it's for you. And if it is, do it. Do the chakra series with mother. And um, really, you can feel the healing energy. You, can, you yeah. really can feel stuff. And it's free. So. Yeah, why not? What else? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All of these things were, are free that we're, we're talking about. We're doing everything we can to do our part, to be of service, to help everybody move along. But, but back to your service, because I know how hard you work. The reclaiming self four day retreat with mother just recently went yeah, was, I assume was, extremely well. Oh, it was um it was extraordinary. And I, I feel like she and she mentioned this actually during the retreat that for people who have been working with her through me for a while, you know, she's really taking us all on this incredible progression of wholeness you know coming back into wholeness with love you know with love by love for love in love you know it's and it is very very different for me it's a different experience than trying to make stuff happen like i it's hard to, i think it's hard to well i'm i'm in the us i've lived in the us my whole life I think our country is one of the most let's push and get it done, you know, let's make it happen, just do it, you know, the whole kind of pull yourself up by your bootstrap attitude and, you know, if you just work hard enough, you can obtain this or that. Mm -hmm. And I'm finding with Mother's um, teachings, her presence, her grace, She's building this complete rearrangement inside that 
love does not follow any of those um, strict, you know, mindsets. They might be a part of those mindsets, but love isn't dictated to or governed by those mindsets. Mm. Like love transcends those mindsets and that there are as many ways of doing something as there are people, you know, on the planet mm-hmm. and finding what works for me and, and the way it works for me and, you know, the rhythm at which it works for me, you know, it's all, yeah. it's, I, I feel as though I am it just, you know, discovering myself. I, I, I think like many of us, I spent, the first part of my life trying to figure out how to fit into the world mm-hmm. and now i'm i'm living in such a way that i'm learning how the world can fit into me mm-hmm. amen you know, to that yeah and it's a very different way of existing i'm exactly where you are yeah i'm not trying to fit into anything anymore it yeah it, it doesn't matter that i don't fit in right it doesn't matter anymore yeah because we've done so much work with like self-worth and and what have you but you know i how i said you know my productivity is through the roof do you know what one of the reasons is for that what when mother said we're not built to multitask so i've been doing things one thing at a time me too get it to where i want it to be move on to the next thing and boom it's powerful isn't it it is so the opposite of self-sabotage and i call it the wonder woman complex where (laughs) many of us make a list of things to do to Mm -hmm. challenge ourselves to prove to ourselves who we are and how powerful we are and if at the end of the day you didn't get everything on the list done then there's your opportunity to beat yourself up for being a fraud kind of thing or or stay up till two in the morning to get it done Right. To, to your own detriment, either way. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, so it, it's all about um, like prioritizing, mm-hmm. but with simplicity as the goal. Yes. And, and it's working. You know, that's the, that's the amazing revelation is that when the divine gives us guidance, it really does work. I mean, it's, it really does work. Um, and particularly when that divine guidance comes from inside of us, you know, when we're mm. really feeling that connection, we're really feeling that guidance sort of well up and make itself known to our awareness or our minds or however you interpret that. And when we follow it, things just go really well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, you know, even when problems crop up, they don't feel as big as they would right. if I weren't in alignment with the divine, right? They don't feel overwhelming. They they feel like, oh, okay, I just need to pause and see what I need, you know, to sort of explore this and see what actions might be appropriate or what mm-hmm. feels right. It's not this sort of panic, oh my God, it's all crashing down. I've, I've done something horrible. You know, it's it's not that constant 
collapsing, collapsing, collapsing uh, internally. That was a big part of my experience over the years with Alan's treatment for cancer. Oh, I bet. I was bombarded with problems. Yeah. And finally, it's, it's like getting hit with a dodgeball over and over and over. Yeah. Till finally, it's like there is no spoon. There is no dodgeball. Right. You can calm down. It's going to be mm-hmm. okay. That kind of thing. Another, I want to say, secret to my success is in feeling the energies. Uh-huh. It hasn't always been comfortable, especially physically, because I felt uh, pressure in my head, mm. which normally I don't have an issue with like headaches, but I've had pressure, real pressure on my head. Balance issues get a little wobbly mm-hmm. here and there. Dreams are more vivid. Um, energy ebbs and flows. Like some days I'm really perky. Other days I just go at a slower pace. So I work with it. Mm-hmm. I don't curse it. I don't um, resist it. I've been working with it. So that's been helpful. But what's interesting is I've also felt that time feels a little different. <laughs> yes. <laughs> some days it feels a little slower. Some days it's a little quicker. Yes. And I try to get my energy to match that. Or I, al- I already notice I'm lower energy. And then perhaps I notice that time's moving slower too. So they have mm-hmm. to be linked. But there's that. Um, but I also noticed that when I go to write something, expression is flow. So there's ebbs, but there's flows. Nice. Nice. But yeah, there's movement forward and that feels good. Excellent. Love hearing that. I'm wearing my love shirt and apparently we're talking about love today. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. I wonder what you'll say. I don't know. Shall we find out what mother has to say about love today? Yeah, let's do that. All right. All right. I'll see you when you get back. Sounds good. Hold on just a minute. Hello, beloved one. Hello, mother. Welcome as always. Mm. Thank you, my dear. It is wonderful to be here with you and your glorious listeners. Mm. Before I dive into the subject that I want to talk about today, I'd like to ask you a question, if that's all right, my dear. No pressure, sure. (laughs) Yes, of course. Much of what you spoke about with Danielle in the beginning There is an energy of stability that is building within you. Can you feel that, beloved? It's, I can, I know it's there. And I'm trying to stay on course to build it and work with it. I don't feel it's very strong at the moment. What does it feel like? What you can feel of it? What does it feel like? There is a steadiness, energetically and emotionally, 
sometimes when I get stressed, I, I can't feel it at all. But when I can rise above anxiety, whether it's valid or embedded in, in my body or my chakras, um, when I can feel it, I feel safe, calm, and I want to say in charge. Mm. Yes. Like I almost have control over my life and mm. I, and I have something to say and, and about where my life goes. And I have choice about how I want it to be when a lot of times I don't feel that way. Yes. And when you spoke about your willingness to stop multitasking mm. and doing one thing at a time until you feel it's complete, even if the project itself is not complete, right. but your time with that thing feels complete before moving on to the next thing, right? Yes. How does that how do you feel that is contributing to your stability? Well, multitasking, if I were to look at it, spreads the energy too thin. Yes. It takes the quality out of the time because there's a relationship between you and the project. Yes. How you work with it is the communication device. That's how I see it. Um, I don't mean to sound like I'm explaining this to you, but, but that's how I see it as, you know, you have a relationship between that and that, which you were trying to create. You have the medium medium of communication, which involves creativity, intuition, and ideas. So, and which is a co-creative effort. Okay. Now I'm kind of in the energy. Um, but when you try to multitask or, and for whatever reason you do that, whether it is that you were once successful in doing that or that this is a way in which you try to impede your progress. But when I can sit and focus, I can put my whole heart into it. Mm -hmm. So I'm using the energy of love and creativity and, and intuition. And I'm, I'm, I'm engaging more of the chakras and getting less, uh, getting more out of the brain, the logical brain, and I'm living more in, in the creative aspect of the chakra system and my heart. And that's why I feel that the, my level of expression has increased to not only having something to say, but having it flow when I want it to. So there's quality versus quantity, I think is yes. the first argument. And second is the love that I'm pouring into it. I do think of, you know, I'll look at the clock and say, you know, you've been doing this for quite a while. And then I hear you in my head saying, we're not built to multitask. And I say, no, you keep doing what you're doing. Don't worry about time. Time yeah. will adjust to you. And yeah. so I do it. I get to that level of completion. My heart smiles. And I feel, I feel successful now, even though the projects aren't even complete because I've mastered the understanding of this does that make sense oh yes beloved that's I why i'm bringing feel. it up oh. so we can look at this with those that are listening oh okay so you spoke well in that multitasking 
disperses energy, right? It mm -hmm. always gives you that feeling of being spread too thin. And I would just make a slight adjustment to your words uh, when you said, even if you had been successful with that in the past, I would not ever equate success and multitasking together. Mm. Right? You might complete tasks or projects, but when you're spread too thin, you will pay a price for that with either your mental, emotional, or physical health, and possibly the neglect of your spiritual health or all of those together. I had all four of them. I burned out completely and I was very unhappy. Indeed, indeed. And it's hard sometimes to um, take the big unhappiness of one's life and pointed to something as seemingly innocuous as multitasking. But particularly for highly sensitive people, multitasking, whether it is housework or taking care of children or uh, your work or career, it doesn't matter. Um, what aspect of your life you are multitasking with, it spreads everyone too thin. But with highly sensitive people, it can have a very, very big impact negatively. It can drive you quickly into that burnout overwhelmed, unhappy life, depression, high anxiety, feeling that you don't know what to do, lack of clarity, how to move forward. Um, it can trigger the fight, flight, or freeze to such an extent that you can get stuck there for quite a while, right? Yes. So just like I encourage everyone to practice pausing, um, I encourage everyone also to practice the one thing at a time technique, right? Everything has an energy, as you say, and you are interacting, whatever you're trying to create, whatever relationship you're involved in, whatever task, no matter how simple or mundane or big and uh, seemingly elevated, you are in a relationship with that energy. So, in order to gain stability in your life, and stability can feel synonymous with security, or with safety, right? Yes. So in order to create that stability, you must stop spreading yourself too thin. 
And that can that happens in a variety of ways. Multitasking isn't just talking on the phone and making your coffee and taking your dog for a walk at the same time, right? That's uh, that's where the mind often sees, but it can also be that in your mind, you are trying to focus on too many things at once, too many relationships at once, too many problems at once. It's as if when you make that to-do list, something inside of you says, I have to do it all at the same time. Right? instead of just working your way through the list. So you as a highly sensitive person, you meaning all of you that are listening, you may be hit harder by multitasking. It can affect your health to a very large degree and your physical health. But where it affects you the most is in your ability to love and be loved. Why is that? Yes, why is that? <laughs> I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> I could feel the question right away from all the people that will be listening here. Mm -hmm. uh, when this is out in the world. When you are spread too thin, the energy that maintains that thinness is fear. Mm -hmm. So you are spreading yourself too thin out of fear you are multitasking out of fear because multitasking no matter how much you convince yourself that it's about efficiency it's actually about playing out your fears mm -hmm. because the reason that human beings want to get so much done at once is because they are afraid either they're not going to get it done or if they don't get it done right away, they're going to lose something that they have or not get what they want mm -hmm. or they're going to be found out as a fraud. Right. If you can't do all these things, these 10 things within the next half an hour or we're going to create this enormous project at work and expect you and your team to get it all done in the next month when really, if everyone were to work sane hours, that same project would take three or four months to get done, right? But there is expectation, there is pressure. I have to keep my job. My job supports my family. All these reasons are based in fear. Mm -hmm. the fear of three main fears. Losing what you have, not getting what you want, or being found out. Yes, absolutely. 
And the fear about being found out really, really is a subset of the other two. Because if you lose what you have or don't get what you want, that can occur because you've been found out. Mm -hmm. And I wrote, the biggest losses are job, money, love, and respect. Exactly. Exactly. So when you are multitasking mentally, physically, emotionally, you are operating from fear. And the reason I asked you about stability is you said something very important. You said, yes, I'm starting to feel it, um, but when I become afraid, I can't feel it at all. Right. And it doesn't subside until, go ahead, I'm sorry. That's all right, beloved. Um, That surge of fear tends to stand between you and love. Because when you feel stable, you feel love. You are loving and you feel loved. Mm-hmm. Yes, I can see that. Even if you don't have a significant other, right? Even if you are the only surviving member of your family, even if you have only a couple of choice friends, mm. right? Right. You feel that you are loving and you are loved. There is a flow of that love. But when you are sort of exploding with fear, when fear is running your reactions, when it is driving your momentum, you will be hard pressed to feel love. And here's what happens with multitasking. It has a frantic or frenetic energy, right? That's how you identify that. And if you are not careful, this frantic energy gains momentum quickly. It's a little bit like an avalanche. One minute you are hiking or snowshoeing in this beautiful uh, mountain meadow and the next minute uh, the snow is uh, rushing down the mountain towards you right yes so instead of problems presenting themselves in a way that need solution they present themselves in a way that it feels that you will never figure out the solution Mm. that the solution is unobtainable maybe it is for others but not for you that's the big problem with or the big effect of multitasking is that frenetic kind of momentum that takes over 
stands between you and love. And then whatever problems crop up, whether they have to do directly with the multitasking or not, doesn't matter. Whatever problems crop up, this frantic energy is filling your mental, physical, and emotional bodies to such a degree. And here's the trick. You ready? Mm -hmm. Here's the fun part. Okay. It fills these bodies with such a degree that it affects your energetic body. So now your energetic body is vibrating with this frantic energy. So what do you think you're putting out into the world to attract? Problems, distress, chaos, all of it. Very the frantic, good. frenetic energy. Yes. Even, if, even for people who see themselves as successful, if they notice, they might get a lot of things done, but the fear never goes away. They're always on that frenetic wheel. Yes. Picture yes. a man in a business office. He got his corner office. But a lot of his effort is fear-based so that he doesn't lose status or, or whatever. Yes. And yes, the corner office, but the arteries in the heart are hardening more and more and more each day. And this person is closer and closer to the heart attack mm -hmm. that will debilitate their health, right? Or a nervous breakdown that will stop you in your tracks. Yes. Okay. Yes. So when that frenetic energy finds its way into your energy field and you are attracting that like energy, any kind of problem that's going to come to you, here's the crazy part, it's going to come to you with that frantic energy and it's going to feel overwhelming or insurmountable or that other people get to solve their problems, but you don't. And yet, this is the wonderful part. When you are living in stability, when you are embracing that simplicity and taking things one task at a time, one action at a time, one relationship at a time, one day at a time, the exact same problems might show up, but they will feel entirely different. Mm -hmm. I've experienced that. That is the power of love. Okay. So in order to... Really put yourself in the flow of love, which brings stability to one's life. You must look at the way in which you go about doing the things you do. It might sound incredibly simplistic, but as Charlotte was sharing with everyone earlier, it is having a profound effect on her life. Would you say that's true, beloved? I would. Yes. It is changing perspectives. 
And you are always going to have challenges come to you in life. It's part of living as a human being. But it's how who you are energetically, emotionally, mentally, physically, when you meet those challenges. And when you meet them with love, one action at a time, they do not feel insurmountable. They might feel big, right? Loss of job, change of career, death, illness, but they don't feel insurmountable. They don't feel as though others can solve them, but you cannot, or you are incapable, or for some strange reason you are cursed and your life, you don't have the ability to work through your difficulties. But when there is love in any situation, you are going to feel that stability. Fear is not going to be driving your momentum. Right? Right. So I'm giving you all along the way, beloved ones, I'm giving you these little things to look at, to try, to shift. Each and every one of you, no matter who you are, no matter how old you are, no matter how long you've been on the spiritual path, whether it's 40 years or five minutes, each one of you has the power to change how you go about moving through your life. And this one shift from multitasking to doing things one at a time can have an enormous, enormously positive effect on your life. And for some of you, it may feel surprisingly difficult to make this shift because the fear can be very loud or it can be very subtle. Mm -hmm. right? And it the can... panic level changes. That's is right. It a red alarm? Is it a red alert? Is it yellow? Is it there's panic levels and it, it can saturate you quickly? get a grip on you and then we in turn grip onto it and um but i want you to finish your thought but i do have a question that would represent a lot of the listeners when it's appropriate right. so it's more about finding that desire within you for stability the recognition that fear is constantly knocking you off your center and that simple behaviors like multitasking are having more of an effect on you than you might think. So this involves self-honesty, right? Mm -hmm. It's not about how much are you getting done, but how do you feel as you get those things done? 
Charlotte mentioned quality over quantity. A stable life at its heart mm -hmm. has quality over quantity every single time. And what we are talking about here is not just financial stability or relationship stability. We are talking about mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, energetic stability. The whole thing. Can we say that you're at your center? You're at peace? You're at your midline? Can we say those words? Yes, that's a wonderful way to look at it. So stable, you are centered. But where are you centered? What does that mean? It means that you are centered in yourself, in your life. How do you go about the things that you do in a way that actually works for you, right? It's not, oh, how much can you achieve? But it's how do you feel as you're achieving? That is the barometer as to the recognition of what you need, how you need to go about doing things. It's not that you can only do one thing per day, but you involve yourself with one thing at a time and you feel your way until it feels complete for that day, for that period, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And then you know when to feed your body. You know when to shift your focus because you need to step away from that thing so that something can percolate, something can uh, bubble up right. and become a part of the energy. Right? So that when you come back to it, you say, oh, look, look what's come here when I stepped away. Now there's this piece and it's richer and deeper and more mm -hmm. interesting. Right? I do that for clarity and to um, recalibrate my compass. Where am I going with this? I feel like I've hit an impasse. Okay, step away. Yes. Then readdress. Okay. Yes, exactly. So what is your question, beloved? Well, I can kind of hear everybody saying, like you said, you could hear the question jump as soon as the words were said. So what I'm feeling is um, I want to paint a picture of, okay, someone who is doing okay in their life, but there are problems coming. And you say, okay, yes, I'm upset about it, but it gets addressed and it gets done. And then comes another problem. And whether they know or not that they're attracting these things with their energy, with fear, or this, um, the, the frenetic undertones, here comes another problem. And to the best of their ability, they might be small problems and they're solvable, easily, easy to solve. But going back to financial stability, which everybody wants stability, everybody kind of wants an even keel in life, but they feel that financial stability is the cornerstone of that. So the problem I present is, okay, so you're doing all right. You, you're, your head's just above water, but then you encounter a serious problem with your vehicle. Let's use the car trouble. Yes. Um, analogy. So here, here we're understanding what you're saying and we're seeing where we might do this to ourselves in life. But then here comes this big problem. And just to say, how do we 
switch the uh, frequency from that panic or the dread of how am I going to do this? How much longer can I drive it before I destroy the engine or the tires blow out? Whatever the problem is. How do you how do you bring love into that to solve the problem when you don't have the financial resources to fix it? That's the crux of my question. Many people are going to say, but some problems pop up and it it takes money to fix. It doesn't always take patience or wisdom or reason or um, creative research. Sometimes it needs a large amount of money. Can you speak to those people? Yes. So when you are making this type of shift from multitasking to one thing at a time, it will take time. And just because you are stable and doing one thing at a time, feeling love, um, doesn't mean that problems will not arise. Your car is going to wear itself out at some point in your ownership of that car, right? Mm -hmm. That's the nature of owning things, yes? Yes, especially those that deteriorate with use. Exactly. So one of the shifts with love at the forefront is that it tells you that when you purchase a car, whether it's used or new, it is going to deteriorate. So when you are looking at things one thing at a time, when you are not multitasking, if you want to use the example of finances, you are looking at your finances in such a way that you understand the realities of your life. And love, that focus on love, that stability, one thing at a time, it provides for you the ability to start setting aside money from the day you buy that car. You are setting aside a little bit at a time for problems that will happen maybe 10 years down the road or 15 years you have to buy a new car, right? That this is not just about not making coffee and walking the dog and talking on the phone at the same time. It is literally neuroscience, it is reprogramming the neural pathways in your brain to get focused, to simplify your life. Now, what I'm talking about is not going to fix in the moment. If you have not been practicing this, and all of a sudden, something terrible happens with your car, and you do not have the money to fix it, this, what I'm talking about, is not going to manifest instantly the money to fix your car. But here's what it will do. If you slow down, all right, the car, the engine lights on, you have no money, you step back from the car, 
right? This is one of those, let's step away from this task, right? Okay. Let's sit and meditate with love. Even if the first few days of doing that, it's all fear. The mind is racing. It's multitasking. The mind is multitasking, multitasking. Mm -hmm. So every day you breathe and you come to center. You calm yourself. Lie down on the earth. Stay in pause. Invite love in. And when you invite love in, let love surround your car. Let love surround your bank account. Let love really saturate the fears. And when you do all of that, when you come back to yourself, solution will present itself. Okay. It might not be a solution that uh, makes you want to celebrate, right? But it is a solution that will support your life. So maybe that means you have to go from uh, having a car to riding your bike or purchasing a bike or going to the, uh, a friend and saying, can I borrow your bike? And you discover that you like riding a bike and you start to feel more energy. Your health begins to improve. You discover that wow, this ride from home to work on the bike, um, I feel mentally clear when I get to work. I feel calm. I feel good. Right? I totally see what you're saying, how events can guide you in that new direction to discover something that you wouldn't have because of the convenience of the car. Exactly. But I know people will protest and say, but... Isn't there a different way to get me attracted to that bicycle? Um, it depends on the individual, beloved. Right? If you are continuing to act in accordance with fear, multitasking mentally, emotionally, physically, maybe not. Maybe that's going to be the only way to get you on that bicycle is to uh, get your car to be undrivable. Mm -hmm. So it's all up to you, the individual. These are not punishments. They are a redirect, right? Mm -hmm. To give you the opportunity to look at this in a different way. And again, the solution that comes from love may not be what the mind wants it to be. It might not be the convenient solution, 
but it will be the most supportive solution for you as the individual. And that's the hard part for most people. They want it the way they want it, how they want it, and when they want it. Terms and conditions for miracles. Correct. Yeah. But no one ever gets that. So it's sort of like, you're not going to get it that way anyway, because that's literally not how life works. Right. So if you're not going to get it that way anyway, how about trying something different, moving with love, applying love to your problems or issues and see if you like the results. You've already tried fear lots and lots and lots and lots of times. So how about trying love in, in direct relation to your problems and your issues? Slow down. In the mind, one thing at a time. In the heart, one thing at a time. In the body, one thing at a time. Now I'm walking the dogs. And I'm going to focus on walking the dogs and the trees or the people that I pass. My mind is quiet because now I'm walking the dogs. Mm -hmm. Now I'm spending time with my children. My mind is not at work. It is here with my children. My body is here with my children. My heart is here with my children. Unification and, and focus direct energy. Yes. I see. Mm -hmm. Yes. Now I am cooking a meal. My mind is focused on cooking this meal. My heart is engaged in cooking this meal. My body is cooking this meal, right? Yes. So you literally take things one thing at a time and you will find that the flow of love in your life and the quality of your life improves in such a profound way that you cannot even imagine it with your conscious mind. Mm -hmm. May I add to that? Yes, beloved. When you go that slowly, when, when you pull it back that far, when you go that slowly, picture, uh, everyone picture slow motion, okay? Mm. When you're watching a movie in slow motion. When you do that successfully, it gives you an opportunity, a, a bigger opportunity to feel the quality of the moment, mm. to feel the love in the moment. But it also allows you to feel it to such a degree that when that moment's over, as mother said, you could be making a meal for your family whom you love and you're putting a lot of love and time and effort and energy into this meal. But as long as you're singularly focused on that and you are engaged in that, when that moment is over, you don't feel a sense of loss. You look forward to the next time you can feel that. So you can take that and transfer that to, and now I'm going to go do some laundry for my family, or I'm going to play a game with my family or put my children to bed and read them a story. 
but you take the enjoyment of that moment with you into the next moment without remorse that that moment is over. And this is just how I'm used to thinking. People yes. can, food is a good example. They love a certain food. They love a certain meal. But if you keep consuming too much of that, it's, it's that you can't say, that was very good. That was enjoyable. I really love ice cream or I really love steak. But now it's time to move on to something else. And they get caught in that loop of wanting more. Mm. And yes. <clears throat> Did you want to respond to what I said? Because when you said about the body, it brought a question to my mind about something that you said previously about highly sensitive people. So let me just um, finish this with saying that when you are doing one thing at a time, focused mind, heart, body, your soul is risen and present. Love is present. Even if the broken car is still sitting in the driveway, right? That problem is still there. The bank account is still low. The broken car is still in the driveway. But you are focused on, even if you are single and you don't have children or a family, you are focused on making a nice meal for yourself, healthy meal. You are focused on doing the dishes and cleaning up afterwards. You are focusing on putting a load of laundry in. You're focused on doing some stretches for your body to help your body. And all of a sudden, after all that singular focus, the idea comes about the broken car. Mm -hmm. Because you are multidimensional beings, you are vastly expanded beings, you have access to the answers, beloved ones. But that frantic, multitasking, fear-driven reactions cut you off from your expanded self. Because love is ultimately that is how humans experience true expansion. And fear is how humans experience that collapse, mm -hmm. right? So you are not neglecting the problem because you are not focusing on it every moment of every day. You are trusting that if you focus on what's in front of you, mind, body, heart, soul, that the answers to your problems will present themselves when you're ready and able to do something about it. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. I wanted to say that fear isolates. Love opens the door to exploration, which is sometimes needed to get you out of that comfort zone that you've kind of locked yourself into. Yes. Fear um, exacerbates um, 
tendencies towards isolation. It isolates you from your higher self, your greater energy, your connection to life. It uh, limits you. It cuts you off. It uh, creates that sense of collapsing within, whereas love connects you. Love is that sort of connecting tissue that um, that uh, conductive energy that brings you not just together with others that might help solve your problem, but the energies that attract all the elements you need to solve your problems. But the fear cuts you off from that. Mm -hmm. And yes, of course, in every situation, it's not just fear or just love. There's always going to be a combination of both. But what I'm offering today, by changing the way you actually do what you do, the way you think, the way you feel, how you focus all of that, is going to be a powerful tool in making sure that love is present to a higher degree than fear. Mm -hmm. Okay. May I ask that question now about highly sensitive? Yes. Because um, it's kind of important. So we mentioned the body and in this context, I want to keep it within this context of approaching a problem with love. So you mentioned the body it doesn't have to be a car or anything else. You had said in a previous transmission that highly sensitive people or empaths who sustain a prolonged period of stress, like over decades, that they experience digestive problems. So to that demographic, I wondered if we can take this lesson today about approaching a problem, which is now physical, right? And approaching that with love, if that would help to alleviate symptoms, reverse, heal, anything that would help with that kind of problem for highly sensitive. Yes, because any change in how you move through life, when it's changed with love, when love is the focus, and you're creating that stability, you are absolutely going to lessen the anxiety, the stress that you are producing. And then physically, the elevated cortisol levels in your body that create the problems. Right? All that gets reduced. But what you might find is that you have to first change your actions, right? Going from multitasking to one thing at a time. Mm -hmm. And it may take your body quite a while to catch up with, like let's say mentally you're reducing stress, emotionally you're reducing stress, energetically you're reducing stress, the body is going to be the last thing to catch up because it was the last thing to manifest. Right. 
right? So you reverse the process. So what I encourage you not to get discouraged if physical issues are the primary reason you would like to reduce stress and change the way you do things, expect that, expect to see results there last. Right. Right. Like reverse engineering. Correct. But okay. yes, it can absolutely help because a lot of the digestive problems that uh, highly sensitive people develop are often because of an overabundance of stress mm -hmm. that creates a sort of domino effect within the systems of the body. Now, some conditions will not be reversed in a lifetime, but the reduction in stress can help manage those conditions keeping you at a much, much higher level of health. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. All right, beloved. Beautiful. And I just want to say that I look forward to seeing you on Monday for the live stream on YouTube for the third chakra. Yes. This is soul center. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is just, oh, I do it every day. The meditation, you, you know that. I'm not yeah. telling you anything you don't know, but just to thank you for doing this. It's remarkable. And of course, I encourage all the listeners to join us on that journey. You I look so forward. Okay. Thank you, mother, for all of this. You are welcome, my daughter. I love you and all those of you that are listening. Every change that I encourage you to make, I'm right there with you, supporting you and giving you what you need to make that change. All you need is willingness, and I'll do the rest. Mm. Mm. I and we love you too. Thank you, beloved one. And I love you. Mm. Mm. Namaste. Namaste, Mother. Mm. Hi. I'm sorry, Danielle. We kind of kept you over time. Hi. That's okay. That's okay. It was, uh, that was really... I was all, as I was listening to her, I thought, oh, I know, I know which part of multitasking I have to work on. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, it became so obvious. For yeah. me, it's mental. Okay. Oh, I've, well, I've really gotten the physical down and the emotional and, you know, but the mental, oh, oh, yeah. I'm going to have to take a look at that and see where what my order is. Yeah. Um, but she, I was kind of like a deer in headlights at first with that question, what? What are you doing to me? I know she just started. Well, you know, that's the joy of being the host. She just gets to spring on you. <laughs> uh -huh. and, and all I could think was, maybe I just have to do some editing, but I don't. No, it, it wasn't. <laughs> As you know, in the back of my mind, you know how when sometimes when you're highly sensitive and you're around somebody in a bad mood and the first thing you think is, did I do something? 
Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. I, that's lessened for me, but I've always been that way. I always think it's sure. me first. Sure. And, and then I get into that uh, deductive reasoning that it's them and not me. Um, yeah. That's my first thought was, am I in trouble? <laughs> Did I know, do something? We're never in trouble with mother. That's for sure. <laughs> I, I, I know, but I can't seem to shake it. Like... <laughs> Oh, please, right. please don't tell the listeners about me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Danielle, as always, for your time and your brilliant insights. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, Mother Mary channel on YouTube is where you can participate in the weekly live streams with Danielle and Mother on Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. For details about School of Love, upcoming events, and to join the community, visit BelovedPublications.com. I really hope you'll join us on, on the live streams on YouTube. Visit spiritualinsightsradio.com to learn more about my energetic healing work. Book a private session with me, Yeshua, and the Divine Team. We would be honored to help you move forward on your journey. All right, everyone. Danielle, I will see you on Monday. Thanks for all you do. You are so welcome. And don't forget, everybody, to sign up for both of Charlotte's upcoming classes. They're going to be awesome. <laughs> You're quite the cheerleader. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone, that's our show for today. Until next time, God bless and be at peace.